Hey, tonight is uh, Tuesday night, March 3rd. This is the uh, Gemara Shir, Moet Katan. Uh, we're up to Daf Chafa Menalef. I want to begin with uh, one He'ara from last week and then focus on um, another uh, issue of the Brisa. Um, so on the bottom of the New Testament Bays, the Gemara raised the question as to whether or not Abaye asked Rava as to whether or not if someone buries someone during Yom Tov, through the remaining days of the Chag, count towards the Shloshim or not? That was the question. Count towards the Shloshim or not? Um, and the Gemara said that for Minyan Shiva, lo kami bayale, de lo nohaga, mitzvah Shiva, berega, that everyone agrees that the Shiva cannot count um, if you bury somebody on Yom Tov or Cholomoe, because we're not noheg dine Shiva during Yom Tov. Ki komi bayalei leminyin shloshim. What was the issue? Only in relationship to shloshim. For after all, some of the items of shloshim do apply during Cholomoe. And we emphasize that Rashi pointed that out. If you look at the Rashi, uh, four lines from the bottom, the ha-nohaga mitzvah shloshim beregel, the ha-beregel nami asur begehutz ubitispores kishloshim. For after all, on cholosholmoed, you're not allowed to, um, uh, you're certainly not allowed to uh, uh, launder your clothing, and you cannot take a haircut uh, during Shloshim. And those are some of the things that are prohibited <clears throat> during Shloshim. So once you cannot do them as a result of the Chag, they count as well as part of the days of Shloshim. That's what we said uh, last week in the name of Rashi. Other Rishonim said, no, not you don't walk backwards. You don't work backwards. You, you look at Avelis of Shloshim. These items are Asur, not because they're Asur during Cholomoed and I now transfer it to Avelis. It's, um, they are Asur directly, Mishum Avelis, during Cholomoed. I how can you have Avelis during Cholomoed? The answer is, that all of those items are um, isure avelos. It's that you're not allowed to do A, you're not allowed to do B. So when you're dealing with positive manifestations, of course you can't uh, observe them during Yom Tov. So for example, during Shiva, it's not just that there are isurim during Shiva, but there are positive expressions of, of Avelus during Shiva. You, uh, you wear 
You don't wear shoes. You wear, you know, other shoes. You sit on the floor. You sit low up to the ground. That's that's not just not doing something. That is doing something. So, but by shloshim, it's only isurim, and therefore they can count as avelus. And for this reason, since there are nihuge avelus of shloshim, perhaps the days count as well. That's what we said last week. It actually goes one step further. If you take the handout, which is 1Z, it's actually a machloikist, the Ramban and the Tur in the name of the Rush. And the Ramban writes in Torah Adam, I bracketed, not on the uh, black line over there, the ode at that line, ode on the Omer, Le'inyan mitzvos shinohagin bahen avelus beregel, velo midin haregel bilvah. It's not only because of the fact that these activities are prohibited during the regel, therefore I'm going to count them to shloshim. Shahare ella mitoras avelus. These items are observed during Regel as Avelus. And what the Ramban's proof is going to be is as follows. Shaharayamu b'gemara le'inyin shiva loka mibayale. In relationship to the shiva, if you bury somebody on Yom Tov, in relationship to shiva, everyone acknowledges that the days of Shiva do not count on Chalosh or on Yom Tov. Everyone admits that. Why? Because we don't observe Isurim or Mitzvos of Shiva during Yom Tov. What was Abayi's question to Rava? Um, do the Shloshim days count? The Kornoaga mitzvahs shloshim beregel. Because some of the isurim of shloshim are applicable during regel. The osur betispores vekibus. Because cholomoe, you're not, you're, you're not allowed to uh, take a haircut or a shave or um, um, laundering. Can't do laundry. Can't do laundry. However, the imtaimar, so now he's going to ask the question. Maybe we could say, no, there is no avelus observance when on Yom Tov. It's just that what happens, coincidentally, you're not allowed to do these activities during Yom Tov. Shekal Adam, every person, not only in Avel, Asur Lisaper Ulechabespo. Asks the Ramban, that can't be the Pshat. Vahalo Midin Regel, Lovesh Hu Kalim Meguhatsin Chadashim Lebinyin Levanav, Levanav, excuse me, Levanim, white ones. Vinotel tziparnav beginustera. You're allowed to 
cut your nails. Vesomach simchas mereus. You're also allowed to enjoy, you know, uh, getting together with your friends for a meal. So not all of the what, not all of the isuri avelus apply to everybody else. Apply to everybody else. So says the Ramban, that's why I do not believe that we are operating in an indirect fashion. I look at what? I look at what is asu to everybody during Yom Tov, and now I transpose those to another. So just as some of the Isure Avelus apply on Cholomoet to everybody, so now for an Avel, it counts as Avelus, and as a result, Shloshim will, be, will, be, will begin during Cholomoet. Says the Ramban, no, that's not true. This is a din that Avelus applies during Yom Tov. Which Isuri Avelus? All of the Isuri Avelus apply during the Shloshim. All of the Isuri Avelus. And therein is the difference between Shabbos, excuse me, between Shiva and Shloshim. Shiva is it theoretically possible to have some of the laws of Shiva observed during Yom Tov? Sure you can. Is an, uh, is, uh, during Shiva are you allowed to... Uh, um, is, is an Avel allowed to take a shave during Shiva? During, is an Avel allowed to take a shave during Shiva? No. So let's say, you know what? If somebody buries somebody on Cholomoed... We should start the shiva already. Why should we start the shiva? Because he can't shave. Can he launder clothing? No, he can't launder clothing. And yet, says the Ramban, no one would ever say that. You know why? Because in order for the day to count towards a unit of Avelos, you have to have all of the surim of that particular unit applicable during Yom Tov. And all of the Surim of Shiva can't be expressed. It's either all or nothing. Since you can't have all of the Surim of Shiva applicable, because some of them are Bikum Vaasei, are positive in nature, and that would be Avelus Bifarhesya, if you're sitting there, you know, sitting on the floor. Once you can't apply all of the Isurim of Shiva on Yom Tov and Cholomoeg, automatically the days can't count. But you know why we might count the Shloshim during the Yom Tov? Because every single Isur Avelus can theoretically be applied on Yom Tov. Of Shloshim. Every single Isur of Shloshim. And if you remember, there are five. The Ram, we learned it inside the Rambam last week. There are five activities that are prohibited. All of them can be observed on Yom Tov. The fact that I don't have a big party, that can be observed on Yom Tov. Where does it say, not every time does everybody get invited out for, with ten couples 
to someone else's house on Yom Tov. Sometimes you sit in Yom Tov, you eat a meal alone in your house. So, not having a big meal in your house is not necessarily countering Yom Tov, and it can apply. So, just as um, just as not bathing, uh, or not uh, not taking a haircut, not laundering, all of these things can apply. And according to the Ramban, they do apply. Because therein is the exact difference why Shiva cannot count, and Shloshim possibly will count. Why? Because all of the laws of Shiva cannot necessarily be applied on Yom Tov, whereas all of the laws of Yom Tov can be applied, of Shloshim, can be applied. Therefore, the Gemara considers the possibility that we will uh, count the Shloshim on Yom Tov. Because if you could not apply all of the laws of Shloshim, it would have the same halacha as Shiva. Because in order to count the day, all Isure Avelus have to apply. That's what the Ramban is, is saying. All five of them can apply. Yes? According to Ramban, if someone gets up a Shiva right for Yantif, so what we behold on Yantif with cancer Shloshim, yes. what does Ramban say? Why should it cancer Shloshim? Because that's the halacha. Yotav is mevatel. Why? That's why. Rabban has no reason to. It can count because you can still observe. Uh, okay, so that, that's a different rule. You're right in theory, you're 100% right. But there is a halacha that regel is mevatel. Uh, when the regel comes, that's a separate halacha. That uh, simcha, the mitzvah of Simchas Yamtov terminates Avelis as long as you've started. If you haven't started, Yom Tov is not Mevatel. So the only question is, can the days count? Says the Ramban, according to Abaye, one side of the coin is yes, because the laws of Shloshim can be observed in total, completely. So it's not like Rashi says, or that ah, since you can't do certain activities on Yom Tov, they count for Shloshim. That's not true. It's all Avelus laws. And if you go to uh, the next page, the tour explicitly says you don't need all of the laws of Shloshim to be in effect to count the days of Shloshim. It, I bracketed on the bottom. It's Simon Shin Tzadiktes. First he quotes the Ramban. First he quotes the Ramban. Uh, two, three lines earlier. And he lists all of the prohibitions. All of them. It's not that on Yom Tov we observe Avelos. What do we do? Ella bidvarim hoasurin lo mitoyvas haregel. What observe? What uh, what do you observe? Those each issues that have a common denominator: Yom Tov and Avelus, Cholamoid and Yom Tov. Under those circumstances, Hakover meso beregi bechalamoid noeg dinaninus. 
כל זמן שאינו נקבר, ולאחר שייקבר נוהג דברים, פייג' 1W, שבצינה. והרמב״ם כוסף שאינו נוהג אפילו דברים שבצינה. But it's only those types of things which are דברים שבצינה. So what might be considered דברים שבצינה? What would you observe? The fact that on Cholomoed you are not permitted to to take a haircut. Can't take a haircut. You can't Laundry your clothing. Um, what else might be the case? Um, wandering. Maybe you can't cut your nails. Can't cut your nails. Um, but would there be an Easter for you to go to somebody's house for lunch? No. There wouldn't be. Even though, in theory, it seems like that should apply as well. But he doesn't apply that. He doesn't. And therefore, it's only that which you can't do machmas haregel. Does it say any place that you, you and I are not allowed to go to each other's house on Yontif and Chaloshima? Of course not. Therefore, it can't apply to whom? It can't apply to Avelis. Because my point of departure is always regel. Whereas according to the Ramban, my point of departure is Avelus. And by Avelus of Shloshim, all five prohibitions of um, Shloshim can apply. Oh, one of them is that you're not allowed to go uh, business from one, ta- one, one town to the next. You can only do business locally during the Shloshim. You cannot travel for business purposes during the Shloshim. So that's... Uh, it's. Um, so that's a secondary machloikas. Does it? Do we require that in order to count the days of Yom Tov as part of Shloshim, do you require that all of the laws of Shloshim be applicable? Or is it only some of the laws of Shloshim be applicable? And that's the Ramban versus the, um, the Rush cited by the Torah. Okay. Yeah. Okay, so now we are on on the top of the page on Chaf Amir Aleph where the Gemara is trying to resolve this issue um, or not. Can I count the Shloshim or not? So let's start again three lines from the bottom of Yutessa Medveiz and then introduce one of the halachot, not quoted by Rashi, but by other Rishonim as to what our Brisa is dealing with. Eisve. So the Gemara is going to challenge Rava, who responded, Shloshim eno ole. That the Shloshim do not count uh, from Yom Tov, you have to wait until after Yom Tov to begin the Shiva and to observe the Shloshim. Eisvei. Hakoveris meso shnei yomim koidim aregel. If somebody buries uh, a relative of his two days before Yom Tov, 
Mona Chamisha Yamim Achar HaRegel. So you count, as we pointed out, five days after Yom Tov to make up the Shiva. Umelachto Nasis Al And his Malacha can be done by somebody else. Va'avada V'shivchosav Osin B'tzina B'tov Beisav. We spoke about that last week. Ve'ein rabim mis'askin imo. Ein rabim mis'askin imo. Shekvar mit'asku bo b'regel. What does that mean? According to Rashi, what is it? Ein rabim mis'askin bo after Yom Tov? You don't have to be Menachem After the Yom Tov, when Shiva is, five days of Shiva remain, according to this Gemara, that if you don't have three days observed, Yom Tov cannot be Mivato. We don't paskin like all of this. But according to this opinion, if you don't observe three days of Shiva, you can't, Yom Tov cannot be Mivato. So you don't have to be Menachem Avel after Yom Tov during his five days. Why? Says Rashi. Take a look at the last Rashi on your Testament days. Kilomar, ain't srichin l'nachamo achararegel. Because you already uh, were menachem him a full seven days. Two days before Yom Tov started and five days of Yom Tov. Because you're allowed to be menachem avel on, on Yom Tov and Chalosh Shemavim. That's what the Gemara said. However, other Rishonim believe that what it means here is Ein Rabbin Misaskinoimo is not just but it's also Sudat Havra'ah. Sudat Havra'ah. What is a Sudas Havra'ah? So we only know Sudas Havra'ah the day, the minute after the Kfura. And it's the first meal that they eat um, um, after returning from the Kvura, at the beginning of the Shiva. Some Rishayin believe that now Sudas Havra can be any time during the Shiva. And we're going to focus tonight on Sudas Havra. So first, if you take the handout, so if you want, first, no, don't take the handout. Look at the top Toysvis and Avchafa Medalev. He quotes the Rishon who says that we're talking about Avra. Shikvarnis asku bo beregel. What did they already do for this person? Tanchumin, that's nichum avelim. Ubracha, what is ubracha? That's birchas avelim. Birchas avelim. That in birchas hamazon they used to add just as we add for sheva brachos. You add something for Birchas Hamazon, you also add for an Avelin. If you have a meal at an Avel's house, you uh, add a certain uh, Bracha to Birchas Hamazon. Anytime during the Shiva? Anytime during the Shiva. And Bishura. And this Bracha also was recited when? When you stand in the two rows after the burial, and you are Menachem Avel, they used to say another, a, a Berchas Avelim as well. Veharit de Piresh Le'inyin Havra'ah Cholek al-Maxar Mivitri 
שפירש בשם רש"י שהיה אומר שאין עושים הברוהה ברגל הואיל ולקה אבלוס. That if somebody is buried on Yom Tov, there is no Suda Savrah, said Rashi. Now, after Yom Tov, when you start sitting Shiva, there is also no what? Suda Savrah. Lo Yasua. Why? Hoel Ubakla Suda Rishona. Because the first meal is already gone. When are you eating the first meal? On Chol Shemoed, or on Yom Tov, if you buried them on the second day of Yom Tov. So Rashi said there is no Suda Savra. However, the Rit says there is Suda Savra on Chol Shemoed and Yom Tov. There is Suda Savra. So now the Gemara is saying, you know what? Yeah. How does it manifest itself? Just the fact that other people prepare for it? Yes. Yes, correct. That, that by definition, that's a suda savra, exactly. And we're going to see today what the basis of the of the mitzvah of suda savra is all about. Um, yeah. So the um, so now the Gemara is telling us, according to the Rit, that after Yom Tov, even though you're starting counting shiva, you don't have to make a suda savra for this person. Why don't you have to make a Suda Savra? Because you already had a Suda Savra on Yom Tov or Chaloshamari. So now let's see about this idea of Suda Savra. If I were to ask you, what would you say is the essence? Why is there such a thing that an Avel does not eat from his own food, but that people prepare a meal for him? What would you say is the logic, the rationale of a Suda Savra? What's the rationale? It's too down to be able to prepare anything. Okay, too down. That's not the one I was looking for, but that might be the right one. What is the standard explanation Torah. of a Suda Savra? What? Torah. Uh, no, no. What's the... The cycle No, but what's the rationale? Why do we have prepare a meal from the community, not his own food? It's an expression of nicham avelum of the community that you want to demonstrate. We know that you suffered a terrible loss. We're sympathetic. We're empathetic. You know, we, we want to demonstrate that we uh, are participating in your loss. That's the standard explanation. But it's not the majority of rishonim. Let's take a look. First of all, uh, the source of uh, suda savra is a pasuk in Yecheskel. Page 1a, where Yechezkel is told, Hey Onik, Dome, you, Yechezkel, this is after his wife died, should remain silent. Dome, Mesim, be silent from that which Mesim, for people who mourn, do, you should not do. Evel Lotase, don't engage in any mourning. You are to wear your tefillin. Tefillin is called pe'er. That's how we learn out that we are not allowed to wear tefillin the first day. Because if HaKadosh Baruch has to tell Yecheskel that he should wear, obviously under normal circumstances you don't. You put your shoes on. 
Velo sate al safam. Do not um, um, allow your upper lip to be covered. Don't cut. Some used to cover their face. Some used to cover their whole head. Some their uh, just their lips. Velechem anashim lo tochel. You should not eat the food of somebody else. You should eat your own food. Now, since Yechezkel is told not to eat his own food, to eat his own food, not to eat someone else's, apparently everybody else has to go ahead and eat someone else's food. So now go to page 1b. This is the Rambam. Ha'avel biyom rishon bilvad asor lo niach tefillin v'leechol mishelo. He is not allowed to eat his own food. Now, if it's just a mitzvah of nichum that you want to demonstrate your concern uh, on behalf of all of the people, under those circumstances. Uh, why should you not allow to be eating your own food? <clears throat> you know, it would be nice if people would bring a meal. But if, uh, if you don't bring a meal, you'll eat your own food. No, you're not allowed to. Not allowed to eat your own food. And if you look at the end of that Rambam, the next to the last line, where he quotes the Pasuk, ha'am <laughs> Everybody eats from someone else. Beyond Rishon, the Asurin leechol Michel Atzma. The thrust of Sudas Havra is not that we bring food. The thrust is that he's not allowed to rely on his own food supply, and we will see why in a second. So go to page one C. This is the Shulchan Aruch, Dini Havra. Avel Asur Le'echol Mishelo Besudo Rishona. And Avel is not allowed to eat from his own provisions the first meal. Avel Bishniya Mutter. But the second meal he can. Afilu Biyom Rishon. Even if the second meal is on the first day of Avelus, he can. Umitzvah al Shechenav Shiyachilu Mishelohem. And there is a mitzvah upon his neighbors that they feed him with their food. Not because you want to demonstrate sympathy uh, for his loss. It's just to make sure that what? He doesn't eat his own. Two Avelim who are sitting next to each other are allowed to change. I'll give you some of my food. You give me some of your food. As long as they what? Don't plan this um, in advance. You know what? If Pop dies, let's do it. When it happens, it's okay. Fine. Now go to page 1D. This is the rush. Citing the Yerushalmi. 
last two lines of the page. Yerushalmi halacha hey. Tavo me'era lishchenim. May all of the neighbors be cursed. Shehetzrichu la'avel echol mishalom. Who forced the avel to eat from his own food. Why? Because they didn't bring him anything. So everything seems to be focusing on that the Ovel is not permitted to eat his own food. And in 1E, for reasons unbeknownst to me, they didn't want to, I, the Orochas Chaim and the Orzeroah did not want to print, so I wrote it out myself. And he says as follows. Page 1E. Minhad Tov V'yafehu It's a very nice practice. The Ovel is concerned and preoccupied with the deceased. And he's not going to put his mind to what? To eating. And then what's going to happen? We'll have two people dead. His relative who died and he himself. Al Cain. Siva le'echol mishel acherim sheyaviu lo shchenav ukrovov lechem v'yayin. They commanded that they bring lechem and yayin for him to eat. Ve'hapolches lo yifchos misuda rishayna. It's not only a halacha what in the first meal. That's the minimum first meal. V'taima. And the reason, the mistaber hechmiru b'achilu rishona, the eno mashkiach klal b'yom rishon. On the first day of avelus, food is the last thing that enters his mind. Why? The yom mar ikre, because it's a bitter day, the very first day, and there is a serious chance that he will not eat, and if he, then he's going to endanger himself. So this is all to prevent that the Avelim will, uh, will endanger themselves by not eating because they're not in the mood of eating on the very first day. That's what the Orchus Chaim writes. The Orzorua writes, V'yesh shekosvu shesudas havra'aba k'deilenachamo That's what I said before. Shemarim le'avel Shemasimin oso alibam. That you demonstrate to the mourner that you have him in your mind, that you really care and try to uh, join in his suffering. So those are the two explanations. Either it's a very practical explanation to make sure that the guy doesn't starve to death. Or um, there is another possibility that it's an expression of communal, um, communal, uh, uh, communal expression of, of, of sympathy. So now we'll see the Machloikis HaRishonim, as we saw Toysvist uh, quote, the Machloikis between the Rit and Rashi, this is also debated by other Rishonim whether or not there is a mitzvah of Sudas Havra on Choloshomoe. So the Rambam writes in his commentary on the Mishnah. The Mishnah later says, we'll learn it in a couple of weeks, 
אין קורין ולא חולצין ואין מברין אלא קרובו של נס. יונאלה תריב קריאה אנחולו של מועד only um, for what? and there's no סודה סברה only for what? if they're your relatives. Now in the next line. אמרו אין קורין אל קרובו של מס רוצה לומר בחולו של מועד. On Cholosh-Moed, all of these things are limited only to relatives. Ki ha-mishneh ha-zu midaberet bidvarim shemutar la-asosim b'Cholosh-Moed. Aval shelo b'Cholosh-Moed, kol ha-rotze likroa b'gadav v'lachlotz min-alav ein monin osa. Because if it's not Cholosh-Moed, Anybody who feels the loss of somebody in the neighborhood, and the Gemara encourages you to do this for Talmidei Chachamim, if you rip your garment or take off your shoes, that's perfectly okay. But on Cholo Shomoed, on Cholo Shomoed, it only can be done for whom? For relatives. And he mentions Mavrin, Sudas Harav. So the Rambam believes that there is a Sudas Havra on Cholo Shalmoed. In fact, this question was asked to Rav Shlomo Zalman Arbach by Rav Aaron Lichtenstein when the Rav passed away. The Rav passed away on Cholo Shalmoed and he went to ask Rav Shlomo Zalman Arbach whether he should rip Kriya or not. Because he was not technically a child, he's a son-in-law and Uh, but as his Rebbe Mufah, he felt that he should or he wanted to, and Rav Shlomo Zalman told him not to. That you should follow the Rambam here and elsewhere, that on Cholo Shomoed, it's limited only to relatives. Nobody else. No one else. But the Rambam holds, at least in Perish HaMishneh, that there is um, there is um, Suda Savra and Cholosh In fact, go to page 2. This is page 1. Because this is what I started with preparing. Then I started looking at something that I did with it. That was the one A's. And then when I found out Ha'ara, I had to do with the one Z's and the one things like that. Says the Rambam, Vahaboyim lahavroso ulenachamo, those who do come to be Menachem and Cholosh and to do a Suda Savra, only on regular beds that are up in their regular position. Because there is no uh, there's no turning over the beds during, shiva, during the shiva, which normally takes place during Shiva. You can't do that on Yom Tov or Cholosh But there is a Sudas Hadra'a according to the Rambam. There is a Suda Savra. Do you know what the Rav held? What? Do you know what the Rav held about Terry Kriya, not the family? No, I don't ever remember him discussing that. Yeah. Then, if you go to page 3, the Rambam codes this. Ein manichin mitas hameis barachov bamoed. You do not put the bed or uh, the aron. You don't put it on the 
You don't put it down to rest in the public thoroughfare. Shilo lahar Because when they used to put down the oron, it would be a signal for people to engage in eulogies. And eulogies is prohibited on Yonder. Ella ni beso lekivra. You go from the house directly to the grave. Ve'en mis'ablin b'moed. And there is no avelus during Cholosh Shomoed. Ve'chein ein korin, v'lo mavrin, v'lo cholzin ha-kosef b'moed, avameis, ela krovav, she'en chayavin l'sabel alav. Who can do kriya and suda safra? Only relatives for whom you are chayav to do so. Chayav to do so. And on Yantav Sheni, the last line he writes, Ve'ein korin b'yantav Sheni klal, afilu kroivav shomeis. Even for a relative, Yantav, you can't do that at all. The Rambam said, according to the Rambam, you know, um, you could have told him to the Rav. That's correct. He could have, yes. Because you can do it for anybody. That's correct. Yeah. Now, um, now the that's this is the Rambam in Hilchas Yamtov that we just read. On page four, you have the Rambam in Hilchas Avelis. Rambam writes, "Afalpi she'ein Avelus b'moed." And the Rambam holds not even, as we saw before, not even Dvarm Shebetzina. Korea al meso b'moed, the cholek seifo, umavrim eso avelim, lechem b'moed. And you actually give a regular suda sabra, including bread. Including bread. And the reason why the Rambam emphasizes this is because there are some who suggested that what you do on Cholo Shomoed is you have a Suda Savra, but it's not a Suda. You don't give bread. You use Pasabakistan, cakes or things like that. So it doesn't really look like a Suda, but on the other hand, you're making sure that the Ovel does eat, says the Rambam, nothing, nothing doing, it's a Sudas Havra'ah with Lechem on Choloshel Moed, according to the Rambam. Going to the Rambam. Yes. So where does the Rambam get the Krovim only? Because uh, the, you know, the writ in the Tosfos is on the Brisa, which says, in Rabim, Nemo. Right. And the writ is giving a blanket, there's a Sudas Havra, and the Rambam is now restricting it to only Krovim can do the Havra. No, he, he doesn't mean Kroivim only do the Havra. In the other, in the first one. Uh, Which Rambam? In Hilchus Yantiv? In Hilchus Yantiv? Yeah, he says, uh, Ela Krova. Lechain ein korin vlo mavrin, Ela Krova. And then here in the second one. In, right, interesting. I didn't. In the second one, he's not, he doesn't specify. Right. In the second uh, one, Hilchus Avel? It says Korea Miso. Right. right. Almeso, like but he just writes Umavrim is Avelim. Right. Doesn't but, say only the relatives. But if it's Almeso, it sounds like Almeso. also the relatives. Right here, sounds yes. like the relatives. Sounds like only the relatives. So he's just restricting it. Yes. That is true. Didn't notice that. Yes. Why would you what what's Hava mean that you have to say in Korim Liotafini? Because you're allowed to bury him by the Although you smile, so I think that you're allowed to rip Kriya too. Yeah. 
Makes sense. That we create, saying Kriya's Doraisa? Um, it's, it's a possibility. There's a Machlokas Hobi Shainim on that, whether it's Doraisa or the Rabbanan. The Rambam holds that Kriya is Doraisa, and the Ramban holds it's the Rabbanan. So Kriya is Doraisa. So, why not Yotashini then? According to whom? Okay, it could be Shalom Zalzel. You know, there are certain things that, that they allowed certain things, but they didn't want all all hell to break loose because then you'll say, eh, it's not really yantif. You go now to page five, you have the Shulchan Aruch, and he passes like a Rambam, Mavrin Bechohamoei, Vehu Shlo Yivru Berechava, provided that you don't get the Sudas Havra in the street. Apparently there was a practice that they would bring the food on their way home from the Beis Hakvaros, the Hevra Kadisha or whoever was the ladies' crew, would be uh, um, bring the Sudas Havra in the street itself and they might sit down and eat the meal right there and then. Not in the street. Fine. Yeah. Then there is a Yerushalmi on page 6, which is a very unusual Yerushalmi. Very unusual. Yerushalmi says, Rabbi Tanchum b'Rabbi Loi Domach b'Chanukasa. Rabbi Tanchum, the son of Rabbi Loi, died on Chanukah. Rabbi Dosa Domach b'Reish Yarcha Derisa. Rabbi Dosa died on Rosh Chodesh Nisan. Avdin Lei Ivraya. They performed the mitzvah of Sudas Havra for them. Savrin Meimar, people said, Mindatin the Rabbanan, that the rabbis gave their approval of making a Sudas Havra on Chanukah and making a Sudas Havra on Moshkodesh. The Ashkechon, the low Mindata the Rabbanan. Then they did an investigation and said the rabbis had not given their approval for Havra. Rav Kruspi, Domach Bemoada. Rav Kruspi died in Cholomoed. The Avdun Leivraya, and they made a Suda Savra. Savrin Meimar Mindate de Rav Ami. Everybody thought that Rav Ami gave his approval for this. Ubabkun Vaashkechan, the Lo Mindate de Rav Ami. They went ahead and checked with Rav Ami, and he did not allow them to make a Suda Savra on Cholomoed. So the Yerushalmi tells us that people decided apparently to take things into their own hands and felt that um, uh, yeah. So let of the two reasons why we have a Suda Savra, tell me why it makes no sense why there should not be a Suda Savra on Cholosomoy. Of the two reasons. Should there be or should there not be a Suda Savran Choloshemite in light of the two reasons which we saw the Machloikis between the Orchus and the Orzarua? 
So if it's the um, Orchus Chaim's reason that the guy is going to be so upset that his relative died and he's not going to eat, well, there should be Surah Savron Chol as well. No problem. Because, what? No problem. If the reason is the way the Arzaru understands, a public expression of Nichon, that I can hear perhaps um, should not necessarily take place during Choloshomoed. And here, it, it seems that the reason why uh, the people in this Yerushalmi case, both times they did it, and so they just assumed that that was the reason for Nichon, for, for Suda Savra, and then probably Rabbi Ami and the Rabbanan said that's not necessarily the reason for Avra. They thought that the reason for Avra is to make sure that the guy doesn't drop dead and that he eats. So they thought, well, what's the problem? And then the Rabbanan or Rabbi Ami must have told them it's not. It's only as a sign of Nichum. And therefore, even on Hanukkah, even on Rosh Chodesh, certainly not B'moada, is it appropriate to engage in Havra'a on those particular days? Those particular days. So now let's just read, uh, finish the end of the Brisa, top line. Oh, one, one other thing. If there is no Havra'a at the time, does it make any sense to have a Sudas Havra after Yantav? Not if you're worried about him passing out. What? If it's for his, uh, so he doesn't neglect eating, it's, he's, he's already been eating. He's been eating already. Because right. it's Yantav. Yeah. Good. So, the, the Shulchan Aruch, I should have noticed that, the Shulchan Aruch says that if you have not given Sudas Havra for the first meal, don't bother anymore, it's not applicable. Ovadi Yosef in Yabia Omer writes that the Mina Yerushalayim was that if for some reason you did not do a Suda Savra, let's say it was Yom Tov, so um, then you should do it Matzor Yom Tov, the first meal. That was the practice in Yerushalayim. He has a lot of trouble understanding how the practice got started, um, especially since the Mechaber Paskin that you can do it on Cholomoed itself. Why would they not do it on Cholomoed? Couldn't understand that. How can anybody start a practice against Maran, who according to Avadi Yosef is the Paisic of all of Eretz Yisrael. But the fact is, Avadi Yosef acknowledges that the Mimeh Yerushalayim, Adayoy Mazer, is not to do a Suda Savra, but to do it at the first meal available after Yom Tov, whatever it is, do it the post-night. And he said, uh, okay, that's the minute. I'm not happy with the minute either. But he, he just says that happens to be today the minute Yerushalayim. The post night during the day? No, the post night, the first night. The first night. Yerushalayim, they do burials at night. I know. That is correct. That's correct. So, so if it was Cholomoe, they would wait until after Yantan. That's the whole point. Whether it was during the burial, was during the day, or at night, they did not do Sudas Avra on Yantav. So now let's see the top line of the Gemara. Don't forget, this is a Brisa, which is now supposed to challenge Rava. And the Gemara says, Kilolo shel davar, kol shehu mishum evel, 
regel mafsiko. The kol shehu mishum iske rabim ain regel mafsiko. Anything which is avel, Yom Tov terminates it, at least temporarily, and then when do you continue observing it? When? After Yom Tov. After Yom Tov. And anything which is not Mishim Evel, but rather what? Um, rather um, rather Mishim uh, communal uh, participation, that doesn't resume after Yom Tov. That's case number one. Kovro Shloshi Yomim Regel. What happens if they buried him three days before the end of Yom Tov? But at least three days. Mona Shiva Achar Haregel. Arba Yomim Harishonim Rabim Misaskinbo. Shlosha Yomim Hoachroinim Ain Rabim Misaskinbo. Shikvar Misasku Bo Beregel. The Regel Olevo. Regel counts. What's the case here again? Kavro shlosha yamim besof haregel. They buried him um, on Yom Tov, but at least with how many days left to Yom Tov? At least three days left to Yom Tov. So then he counts shiva after Yom Tov, but the first four days. The rabbin can be misaskinbo. Yomim achronim ain rabbin. The last three they don't. Shezfar misaskinbo regel. The regel olelo. And the yom tov counts. Now, if you just read this price, what might you think about the regel olelo? To what? What is the topic here in hand? What's the issue? What are they discussing? Which shiva? But Rashi is point to crank out. No, no, don't make that silly mistake. Do not make that. Says Rashi, Viregel Ola Lemin Shloshim. Only Lemin Shloshim. So the question which the Gemara asks on Rava, how could you have responded to Abaye that Regel is not Ola Leminyin Shloshim? Obviously it is, because the Bryce says, Viregel Ola and it can't refer to what? To the Shiva. Because it says you have to observe seven days after Yantiv. So if it's seven days after Yantiv, you know for a fact you can't count the Shiva on Yantiv. So the Brysa resolves the issue that you can initiate the count of Shloshim before you have begun the count of Shiva. Before you've done the count of Shiva. Alright? Stop here.